In October, Governor Kathy Hochul announced that the state is partnering with Code for America to develop and launch an online tool to let more New Yorkers directly file their state taxes for free. The announcement comes in the wake of New York, as well as a handful of other states, being tapped by the IRS to integrate their state's online filing tools with the federal online filing option as part of a pilot program planned for 2024. For more on this announcement, including who it could impact and how their tax filing may become easier and cheaper, we're joined on the Capitol Press Room by Gabriel Zucker, Associate Policy Director for Tax Benefits at Code for America, whose work includes making it easier for Americans to file their taxes and develops filing software. Welcome to the show, Gabriel. Thanks so much for having me on, David. Great to be here. Well, for starters, it's my understanding that there are some free online tax filing options for New Yorkers uh, who qualify for those tools, and those options are remaining in place moving forward. So what exactly is potentially changing for 2024? Yeah, well, what we're talking about having is a whole new option in 2024. And, you know, of course, it's just an option. People don't have to use it, but it's a whole new choice for taxpayers that didn't exist before this coming year. And it is that for the first time at the federal level, the IRS is making it possible for people to file online easily and for free directly with the IRS without having to go through some other service. And this is just you know another choice for folks who they'd prefer to be going straight to the government um, and they prefer to have that be guaranteed to always be free. This is really an option for them. So that's happening at the federal level, and that's you know for the first time. And then here in New York State, really thanks to the incredible leadership of, of the governor and the tax department, New York's on the cutting edge of this really exciting federal program as one of the first states that's going to be working with the IRS to make sure that that flows down to the state level as well. So in 2024, for people who are interested and who are eligible, there's going to be this option. You'll be able to go to an IRS website. You'll file your return for free there. Then you'll be passed over to the tool that we are partnering with New York State to build to answer a couple last few questions about uh, relevant to your state return and file that as well. I have to imagine a part of the effectiveness of this is ensuring a a seamless transition in terms of that handoff from the federal site to the state filing. So does that mean in addition to be working with New York State, you're also working uh, with federal tax officials? Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, it's two unique filing products, but we're trying to build one seamless experience. So this isn't a situation where you're using a federal IRS tool, you're done, and then you suddenly have to start all over with your state return. We're you know working with the IRS and working with the state to build a seamless experience where the data that you've entered into that federal tool follows you when you come to the state tool. So we're certainly in touch with the federal team working on the federal tool to make sure we understand how that's going to look and where that information is going to flow to us uh, from that federal tool. So that people do have one experience doing this and aren't really having to repeat information. And it's just going to be hopefully a pretty easy, pretty painless process on the state side. In terms of the user experience, do you imagine this will be significantly different than what people may have experienced utilizing the third party services that people can access for free through uh, referrals on the IRS website? I think folks who have used other tax preparation services they're going to find this is a pretty familiar user experience in in a lot of ways. You know, this is an interview-based software. It's walking you through, you don't have to know the tax code. You don't have to be digging into IRS publications. You don't have to be reading statutes. It's asking you these plain language, basic questions about you, your work, and your family, and it's preparing that return for you. Um, I think the thing that's really different here is that it's a direct government option and it's really guaranteed to be free no matter what. We, among others, are really excited about this project in the long term because the fact that the IRS and also the state here are taking responsibility for 
providing this option means there's a lot that can be done to continue making this easier and easier over time. And it's a really powerful thing for the government to be stepping up and saying, well, look, you're required to file taxes. This is a critical part of what it means to you know live here and be part of this community. And we're going to invest in making sure that's free and easy for you. Well, based on the existing third-party tools that are out there, it doesn't necessarily seem like you're going to have to reinvent the wheel with this technology that you're looking to set up through the government directly. So what are the challenges with something like this that you do need to overcome? It's it's kind of the same as in setting up any new product and in setting up making sure that user experience makes a lot of sense. Um, I think you pointed out already this idea of the handoff between the federal and the state tools. This is one thing that's new, and that's something that we're working a lot on and that the folks on the IRS team also are, are working a lot on to make sure that really is easy and seamless and people understand how it works. But no, you're right. We're not starting from scratch and understanding what it means to talk to people about filing their taxes. This is something other groups have done. It's something we've done as well. We've run tax filing services really targeted at people who don't always file and really could stand to gain from filing. And I think we know from that a lot about how to phrase those questions and how to make sure people understand it. And we're bringing that kind of learning over to this project as well. What's the time frame for completing something like this? Do you have to be done well in advance of 2024 so things can be tested and worked out? Or do you get to work on this up to December 31st? <laughs> it was announced federally in May that there would be this uh, federal tool launching in January. And then you know we didn't even start conversations uh, with with any states until later in the year. Um, so this is all moving, I think, really excitingly quickly. We're talking about you know not some kind of federal technology project that's announced and it's you know in two hundred years your great great grandchildren will get to use it. It's like no, this is announced and a few months later you know people are going to be able to use this thing at the beginning of the filing season in twenty twenty four. But you know it means we're moving quickly and folks federally moving quickly and our partners in the state are moving quickly as well. I don't know if I, I have the drop dead dates beyond which we have to have different parts of this finished. But I you know, I would highlight that a big part of how we work and how the federal team working on this works is it's an iterative process. That's the best practice in delivering modern technology. So you get the product out there and you keep learning from people as it's out there and you keep making improvements. So that's what we'll be doing even while this is live next year. We're going to be learning from people things they you know could understand a little bit better a question they find confusing, a page that they you know think could look a different way and continue to be iterating on that to make this a better and better experience for New Yorkers. Well, this is billed as a pilot program and you just sort of identified some of the ways that this could be improved moving forward, the ways you could make the product more responsive, say, to people and their needs. But what does it mean to be a pilot program for New York State? Does that mean that only certain parts of the state or certain people will be eligible? Or does that just speak to the fact that it's limited to New York State and a few other states and not the whole country as a whole? First, I just want to say that we're really excited to see the IRS launching this in this way. This is It really is a best practice, as I was just saying, you know, in modern software development, that you don't try to get every bell and whistle in there up front and you know, launch the whole thing and see how it goes. You start with a core product that really provides a lot of important value to people who need it most. Um, and then you build on it over time. And that's what the IRS is doing. So in terms of the details of that, the, the key point here is that the federal uh, IRS built filing tool has some restrictions in who's going to be eligible to use it in this first year in 2024. Um, it's restricted to folks with certain kinds of income. Um, it's restricted to claiming certain credits. It's restricted to claiming certain kinds of deductions. 
these are eligibility criteria that it's it's not a small group. Our estimate is that you know in low and middle income households, this is about half of taxpayers are within that eligibility scope. But it's not everyone, um, and there definitely are situations that aren't going to be supported in the first year. What it means for it to be a pilot is well, and so that's the federal level, and then you know folks who are eligible to use it federally are pretty much going to uh, usually be eligible to use our tool as well. Though we're still working with the state on a couple of cases where we might not be able to support in 2024. But it means that you know New York's on the cutting edge of this, and um, people have the option if they're excited to be to be early adopters, um, and, and it, during a period before it's able to cover everyone. And then assuming it goes well, which we really hope and expect it will, this will get to uh, build up out over time to cover more and more taxpayers until it's really covering everyone. Well, in terms of that eligibility issue, is it safe to assume that people who have qualified for the free third-party services will automatically qualify, assuming their tax status and their brackets and their needs haven't changed, will qualify for the, the, the new federal and state programs? I think it is definitely safe to assume that that's where they're going. Mm-hmm. Um, in 2024, you know, a pilot's a pilot. What it means to launch something just eight months after the announcement on the federal side and you know, even shorter on the state side is uh, that we are looking at a more restricted scope than than some other options in 2024. So I, I, don't, I don't know if I want to uh, go deep into the weeds of exactly uh, what the eligibility looks like in 2024. Um, but we have every expectation that you know the the reason to start with this core scope is to be able to build sustainably over time to get to people who uh, to get to everyone who needs it. Companies that offer online filing tools that cost money are predicting that this effort to make it easier to e-file taxes could be a massive boondoggle and a waste of taxpayer money. Do you think that that assessment is based on protecting their business interests and wanting to undermine a free competitor? Or do you take it as a good faith warning from corporations that really have the best interests of Americans at heart? Um Look, I think I, I, I would love to zoom out here. We're talking about, you know, a government that requires you to file taxes and a government that also delivers critical social supports through the tax code. I mean, we're talking about this is the way that we really help out people in need in this country, both at the federal and the state level. And this is a this isn't like a, you know, big, scary, complicated thing. This is the government saying, well, look, if this is a critical part of what it means to be uh, to live here and this is how we make sure that people get the support they need to thrive then we're investing in making sure there's an option that's free and easy and provided directly by us. That's all we're talking about here. Um, and on one hand, that's, you know, it's, it's, it's an incredibly powerful thing. And we think it's going to be a huge deal for making sure that people who historically haven't had access to the system are going to have access to it. But it's also just that simple. Um, and I, I think, you know, folks could probably agree that the idea that the government gives you an option uh, to do this easily and for free, if they're going to require you to do it, is you know, pretty uncontroversial. Do you have a sense, though, of how much it will cost to develop this option and, and where the money is coming from? I'll refer here to the direct file report that the IRS uh, delivered to Congress, right. uh, you know, in line with this announcement that was made in May that they would be pursuing this project. Um, and there's a bunch of cost estimates uh, in that report. Um, they're estimating that the technology cost per year of, of uh, doing the direct file system at the federal level, I believe the number is ranging 25 to $40 million a year. Um, and you know that's that was for you know a pretty broad range of pretty involved tax scopes um, that they were they were looking at and making that estimate. There's some other numbers as well in terms of making sure there's customer service to support uh, people using that software. Um, so I think you know that gives a pretty good uh, estimate of the scale we're talking about. But to put that in perspective, 
even at the very, very outer limit of the most expensive thing they estimated in that report, they were talking about the federal government spending less than $10 per return that got filed through the system. And that's compared to, you know, some folks are paying hundreds of dollars to file their returns right now. So, you know, from a societal perspective, I think it's pretty clear that's a bargain. Well, finally, when you think about the future of this initiative, is the, the goal to ensure that all New Yorkers and really all Americans can file th- their taxes for free through some sort of government option? Yeah, I think that people ought to have an option to file for free and file as easily as possible with the government if they choose to do so. Um, that's what this is really about. Uh, and about making sure that, you know, there's millions of people federally every year who miss out on critical uh, supports that are delivered to the tax code and the earned income tax credit, child tax credit. And it's the same thing here in New York State. Um, you know, the state has, uh, you know, obviously to to the immense credit of lawmakers and leadership of, of governor's office and whatnot, have invested an incredible amount in providing those same supports to the state tax code. None of that does anything if people can't get the money. So this is about making sure that people who need to can get that money and we're closing the gap and and who's receiving it and that everyone who files taxes, which is, you know, most of us um, have a easy and free option to do it with the government if they want to. Uh, I think it's really exciting that the IRS is getting this off the ground. And it's really exciting that, you know, thanks to the governor's leadership and the tax department's leadership, New York's on the cutting edge of this. And it's going to be out there in 2024, providing this option for New Yorkers as well. Well, we've been speaking with Gabriel Zucker. They're the Associate Policy Director for Tax Benefits at Code for America. Gabriel, thank you so much for making the time. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much, Devin. Support for the Capitol Press Room provided by the New York State AFL-CIO, a federation of 3,000 unions fighting for working people by keeping New York State union strong. Visit unionstrongny.org for more information. Join us again for Capital Press Room, a production of WCNY Connected, Syracuse.